0: NBA Draft Night is always a fun night for basketball fans, players, teams, everything. We're going to talk about the winners and losers from NBA Draft Night right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. What's going on, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow the show right off the top at NBA Central Pod, but let's get into it, right? The draft last night was fun. We had a number of deals, a number of players that went to unexpected places, things like that. Typical night with the NBA draft. But I want to talk about some of the winners and losers from draft night. And we're going to start off with the biggest winner, the San Antonio Spurs, right? It's clear they were the biggest winner of draft night just because they got the generational talent. Yes, they tanked to do so. And while I still have of the mind that tanking does not generally work, the San Antonio Spurs have now done it. People look at it two times when you look at them also getting Tim Duncan, which I don't always categorize that as a tank because David Robinson went down. If he didn't go down, they wouldn't have been even, you know, anywhere close to getting that pick. But that's aside, right? They sent out DeJounte Murray. They got a number of picks back for it. And then on top of that, they get the generational talent in this draft. Now, does it remain to be seen how he's going to shake out things like that? Absolutely, right? There are tons of questions around any player that's drafted, and that's not just Victor Wimbiyama, but that's any player that's drafted. But at the end of the day, the San Antonio Spurs walked away with the generational prospect in this draft. That's it. They won, right? That's it. There's no other questions, no other anything. They won this draft period. And that is just is what it is. I'm not, it's, it's not any type of conversation to be made with that anything. Another loser, well, a loser in this could be Dame Lillard. Now, that depends on how you look at it, right? Dame could end up winning in this because maybe this actually forces him to, to move on and, and request that trade away from Portland and go to a team that's actually going to compete in his window. But ultimately, Dame didn't get what he wanted out of this. And as vocal as he's been, which has been kind of the most vocal he's ever been as far as not wanting you know to play with any more teenagers, however you worded it, the the Portland Trailblazers looked at it, much like the Nets did last season when Kevin Durant asked for a trade now. He was eventually traded, right? And it was like, no, right? The, or was it Kyrie? I can't remember, it was one of them. But with that said, they 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 did what they should have done. Scoot Henderson fell to them and they drafted the player that you can be the future of your franchise, especially when you look at Shaden Sharp, Anthony Simons, right? They have tons of talent down there, and they went out, and they they got that talent. They didn't trade them away just because Dame wouldn't be cool with it or anything. Now, let's see. Maybe Dame comes around. Maybe he sees these guys in training camp, things like that. Maybe it all ends up working out, but as of right now, the Trailblazers won, but let's see if Dame ended up winning in this. I like what the Trailblazers did. Of course, getting Scoot Henderson, great move for them. I like what they did. Another winner in this, though, I got to give it to the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks considering all things going into this draft, right, where things set with them overall, they got Derek Lively, and this is a guy who's going to start for them on day one, especially after losing Kristaps Porzingis. They 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 draft him, and they get a player that's going to come in, be an excellent shot blocker, be a solid rebounder. He has the potential to be a defensive player of the year every single year. They needed a mobile big that was going to have some size on that interior and can be a pick-and-roll threat with uh, Luka Doncic, and they got that in Derek Lively. I like Derek Lively. Then on top of that, they generated a trade player exception that they end up getting Rashawn Holmes into, and they they slide him into easily, right? And look at him, Holmes, full-time starter, fourteen points per game, eight point three rebounds, one point six blocks. You pair that with what Derek Lively can already do. Listen, I think like they the 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 Dallas Mavericks, for as much as doubt and questions have been around them, they did pretty damn good in this draft as well another loser i would say there are quite a quite a bit of younger players right that that in this draft that that lost when you look at the fact of you know a player like cam whitmore who went all the way down to 18 there were some mocks that had cam going as high as number five i thought he was going to go way higher than what he did fell all the way down there Mm, it's okay you look at uh uh, jamie jasquez he goes to the golden state warriors but you know is he going to play a lot for that team right we don't know uh, they could be building an elite bench unit, especially when you look at the acquisition of Chris Paul. But there are some younger players in this draft that just did not win this. And it's cool, right? It is what it is. That does not mean they don't have talent. That doesn't mean anything like that. But it does mean that, hey, maybe they're not going to be able to have the the impact that they could right away. Or you could have the flip side of that. Because they go to a team that they could potentially have a clearly defined role for. Hey, maybe it is. Look at Jalen Hood Shafino, right? And the Lakers getting him at number 17. I think that that is a win for the Lakers. I like Jalen hood Shafino. If you guys watch my draft coverage, he was a guy that I was super high on on top of everything else. Um, The uh, Golden State Warriors getting uh, uh, Brandon Podzamitsky, another guy that I feel pretty confident. I think he can actually fit in that Warriors system. The Miami Heat getting Jazz Quest Jr. who could fit in theirs. But ultimately, we'll see. They didn't go high ceiling in a lot of those picks, but they went out and got players that could perform pretty well for them. And so. You know, there, there there's a, a ton of things in this draft when you really look at it that teams did pretty well. The Washington Wizards, I've been going back and forth on how the Wizards did in this draft period, right? When you look at the fact they sent out Bradley Bill, they sent out Kristaps Porzingis, Jordan Goodwin, Isaiah Todd, and they didn't get a single un- unprotected first-round pick back. They didn't. But when you look at what they brought in, Jordan Poole, Tyus Jones, Danilo Gallinari, Mike Masula, um, uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr., Landry Shamet, Ryan Rollins. Like, not all those players are going to play and be meaningful with them. But when you look at the, the Wizards, they wanted to get worse, which they absolutely did. They could have a backcourt that could absolutely be a fun backcourt. Let me be clear. here: I don't think that that backcourt's going to do anything where it's, like, going to push them into the playoffs or anything like that. Before their fans, it could be a fun backcourt to watch overall. But you just never know, right? You, you never know. And so I think ultimately what they did in this period, this draft period, not necessarily in the draft, but in the period, I like what they did a lot. But I, I know the Spurs are going to handily win this. But I look at what the Dallas Mavericks did, and they are absolutely a winner in this case, in this scenario to me. Like I said, the Portland Trailblazers are a winner as well. Uh, Where they may be a loser, but again, I like that overall. And this was a fun draft period. And I think ultimately who wins is basketball fans. The NBA offseason is always a fun one, and this one got kicked off in an extremely fun way. And we're going to continue to see how it shakes out. Like you said, we're daily content here, so make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. I, I don't do a good job at asking for that, but let's be clear here. I want you guys to hit the subscribe button so you can get this daily content when it comes to the NBA. And we're going to be bringing this to you guys every single day, every single day. But overall, like I said, fun draft period, I think, overall. Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Make sure you're following the show at NBA Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. And then lastly, we want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything basketball-related, and I'll see you guys the next time I make feel like making a video. Probably tomorrow. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Breakthrough.